Hey everyone, before you continue with this episode, I want to encourage you to listen to the season two trailer. A new season means new content, but also a new format. So if you'd like to familiarize yourself with the episodes to come, please go and listen to that. But chances are, if you're listening to this, you've already listened to that trailer. So without further ado, we hope you enjoy season two of the Shedding Light podcast. gentlemen and welcome back to the shedding light podcast thank you so much for joining us um if you are joining us on any sort of platform like soundcloud um or if you're listening on the podbean app um please leave a comment it really does help us thank you for all the comments that have been coming through um and thank you for your feedback it's been really really wonderful to hear um and as i said um you know we love we love criticism here um no matter how how harsh it may sound. So please keep it coming. We really do do appreciate that. So as you heard at the beginning, we're starting a new series, um, just looking at some of the original songs 
that have come through Lighthouse Family Church. And we are starting with those who dwell, and we're talking to the songwriter behind it, Bern Est. Um, so, Bern, just maybe introduce yourself, people who don't know who you are. Yeah. Good day. I am Bern. Um, I am a person who comes here to Lighthouse and uh, married to Dave. We've got two beautiful girls, Holly and Rebecca. I am a music teacher at one of the schools here in Port Elizabeth. And um, it's good to be here with you today. Cool. Cool. Thanks so much for joining us, Ben. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited for the conversation today. I'm excited for the series. We've we've had quite a few original songs come through. It's been a really exciting time. Um, God's just been doing some incredible things in our worship community, and and by extension, um, the 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 amazing stuff that's been coming through our worship community has blessed um, the whole church. Um, and so I'm really hoping that. With this, with this new series, um, you know, people will be able to find out a little bit more about the songs they've been singing for so many years now. Um, so we're starting with probably the oldest one of the bunch, I think. This was the first, if, if I'm correct in saying, it was the first original, was it? I don't know. First one that I did at Lighthouse. I'm yeah. not sure if there was yeah. anything before. So it's certainly it's certainly one of the one of the OG original songs. There we get we'll get our our little. Um, a little um, young person uh, word of the day in there, OG. It's a bit lame, but anyways. Um, so, so Burn, Those Who Dwell, um, it's quite an interesting one because, and, and what we'll get into now, um, the song was sung for years in the original format, and then we got kind of Those Who Dwell 2.0, um, nearly 10 years later. So... Maybe you just want to talk about where it started, where where how those who dwell came to be. Okay, so um, this one was written in two thousand and eight, so that's now twelve years ago, and I think it came out of a time of worship uh, that I was having personally at home on the piano with with God, and um, and then I just thought, let's write a song. And so I thought, pick a psalm, because psalms are good to use when writing songs. And Psalm 91 was the one that I landed on, and um, and it came from there. It just kind of flowed. I can't say more than that. Sure. Simple as that. Just pick a pick a psalm, and we go for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In that instance, yes. In that instance, yeah. <laughs> Um, and 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 I love that because I think that the tendency um, can be that we will think that um, songs uh, have this like incredibly complicated process um, of trial and error, and and we write it and we think, and you know sometimes we wake up two in the morning with this revelation of what the words need to be. Sometimes it takes hours to sit down, and I think everyone has their own process. Um, but I also love the simplicity of it that you can sit down, God can give you the words and you'll just go for it, you know? So as I said, it was sung for years at Lighthouse in its original format. We'll just call it that. I don't know what else to call it. Um, and there was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing wrong with the song. It was a perfectly fantastic song that we, we all sang and assumed that was it. Then Ten years later, something in you went, 
we're not finished yet. We're not done with this yet. Why? What brought that about? Um, and how how did the the I'm assuming it was the bridge. What was it? It was a bridge mm. and a final, and a tag. yeah, a bridge and a tag that came. Yeah. What made you decide to do that? Um, I think that after singing it for a while, um, it just felt incomplete. And a couple of friends had also mentioned, sure, a verse two would really work nicely for this song. And um, we had, uh, for those that don't know, we had moved to Johannesburg in 2012 and were there for just under five years. And during that time, towards the end of that, I kind of was, I kind of picked it up because I'd had Holly um, as we moved. So then songwriting kind of took a back seat for a while. And kind of towards the end of that, I thought, well, let me try. And so I fiddled, fiddled around with trying to um, write a second verse and ugh, just nothing came. So um, we moved back down to the end of 2016 and um, it was just there in my heart. But it came, one of our worship practices that we had um, with the one team, um, I had shared with them that we were kind of just wanting to look at writing something more and so we were worshiping with it and then uh, my brother-in-law Michael um, came up and said try this um, and that was the start of the bridge um, you are faithful through it all uh, which came from that evening and then I kind of played around with that at home for a while then I got a picture which was a picture of um uh, further down in the scripture, because the song was written with basically verse one and two in mind. So I read further when I was researching how to kind of bring in a second verse originally. And the, that faithfulness stood out, which is in verse four. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampant. And um, so that's kind of what we played with. And then I've got this picture of, you know, little kids, how they how you play that game with them. You say, just close your eyes and fall backwards and I'll catch you. And that I think is such a great um, kind of picture or explanation for the, for the whole concept of I trust in you. Sure. I trust in you. Um, I'll let go and I'm just, you're just going to catch me. Yeah. And so I shared that with Michael and I said, you know, this is kind of the picture I have in mind when I'm thinking about this, what has the verse two concept had fallen away and now we had moved on to this bridge idea and uh, I shared that picture with him. And I think later that evening, he sent a voice note with what is now the um, bridge and tag that um, came to his heart and mind. And so, and that was it. It just worked. Sure. Yeah. And in that process, the intro changed as well, which I think kind of just pieced it all together quite nicely, you know? Yeah. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I, I really do like the idea of um, a song not being complete. You know, um, because I think speaking for myself um, now, some of the, the, the songs that I've written, um, I've approached it with as soon as something is pretty concrete and as, some, as soon as something is singable and, and pretty much finished, I will try to just leave it alone. Because I, I have the tendency to mess things up when I when I play around too much with it. Um, that's just I've just found that in my my own personal recording space. Just I will do something and I'll think like, 
like, oh, I could do this and I could do that and I could do that. And as soon as I play around with it too much, I, it sounds so much worse. Yeah. And I've done so many <laughs> things now that yeah. I can't go back to what it was in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but this, you know, would you encourage people, song songwriters? I, I think, does it speak more to um, keep playing around with your stuff or just be willing to do it even if it's not finished? Yeah, I think that absolutely. If you feel that um, you've got something that you can share, share it. Mm. Why not? I think that um, I think you would know if if something you write is not for anyone else, just for you and God. You would know that. But yeah. one that you you feel that you can share, share it. Um, welcome some input. Um, uh, allow it to be played by others because I think in that space is where ideas come as well, you know. And so uh, if if I'd never done that with the team, we would never have come up with a difference. It was it was somebody else needed to add something. That, yeah. You know what I mean? So absolutely share it. I think in that way we mustn't take ourselves too seriously. We must just relax and it's a journey it's a process it's a relationship with god this whole yeah. expression you know and so um and so we share that we share our relationship with god with those around us and and they add to it and and i don't know songs yeah. are born yeah and i think as soon as you start to remove that personal relationship with god and that um lord i'm writing the song for you as soon as you remove that aspect out of Christian songwriting, if I can call it in a generic term like that, mm-hmm. um, then you're just writing songs for the sake of writing songs. Yeah. Um, and you, you as a songwriter, will listen to your own song and go, "That's not. Th- those are just words yeah. on a page. Yeah, there's there's, there's no nothing life. more. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing more to it than that. Um. So, go, going on that that train of of um looking at your personal relationship with God and that you can't remove that from the songwriting journey. What, what role do you, um, for your personal journey now, um, what role does original music play in your personal worship to God? So just those, those moments where you're not, you're not actively um, trying to write a song now. You're, this is not like, uh, you know, I've not, sat down and tried to write a song, but you're just sitting down to worship. Mm. What role does singing your own words rather than, you know, bringing up on song and picking a, a famous song, mm. if I can call it that, mm. you know, mm. what, what role does singing your own words play um, in your own personal adoration to God? Yeah, I think that um, obviously both are great and both are, are so, so a part of my own walk and journey in terms of worship and, and in my own personal space. Um, but I think that when we sing our own songs, there will be times where we just feel like there is no other song to sing except something that's on our heart or we've already written, um, which I've done many a time. And I think that what that carries is maybe a, a deeper connection with our hearts and our walk with God because it's come from within us. It's come from our own um, heart and relationship with God and something that we were maybe 
grappling with or struggling with in, in a season or a moment or, you know, the, the stories behind so many songs. And, um, and it just, it can just help maybe take a little bit deeper in that moment, you know, in your connection with, yeah, with God. Yeah. That's awesome. Ben, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Got one, one, one final little thing. We're going to do three little quick fire questions. Okay. 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 This is simply, which do you prefer? Don't think too deep into this. Just answer what, answer okay. what comes, comes to mind. Okay. okay. Uh, which do you prefer music or lyrics when songwriting? Music. Music. Okay. Cool. Uh, solo or collaborations? Both. But I've, I've learned to really, really love collaborations. More recently. Okay. From the music perspective or the lyric perspective? Um, lyrics. More. Okay. Yeah. But music as well, for sure. Cool. Yeah. It's all over the songs I've written. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the wonderful thing about it, I think I've, I mean, I've at the moment preferred solo. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and I think we can all dive into why we prefer solo. I don't know if it's a control thing or what. <laughs> We're not going to dive into that now. <laughs> you know. Next time. Uh, yeah, next time. Uh, but uh, I think the wonderful thing about a collaboration is um, the the cross-cultural possibilities of that. Mm, you know. Absolutely. All sorts of different opinions and influences. Um, yeah. So that's 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 wonderful, uh, and then lastly, um, I don't know what to call it: simplicity or simplified stuff or big production. So when you're writing like a simplified mixed down version, or do do you write with the idea of big production, lots of instruments, lots of stuff going on? I'll go simplified. Simplified. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just easier. <laughs> Oh, Ben, thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure. It was awesome, awesome chatting to you about this and look forward to the next one. Um, Yeah, this is cool. This has been fun. It was good. Thank you, Kieran, for hosting so well. Thanks. Thank you so much. And thank you all for for listening in, for joining. Um, Be sure to leave a review or something or comment or whatever. Um, Yeah, until next time, stay safe. God bless. And cheers. (laughs) 